listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I hope you guys have been enjoying the show so far. We are almost 80 episodes in at the time of this recording. But first, before I even start the show, I got to welcome my brand new sponsor, partnership, whatever you want to call it, uh, Artesian Builds. If you guys have never heard of Artesian Builds before, they've reached out to me and wanted to sponsor the show. Artesian Builds is actually an amazing company. I have seen their computer. Last time I was looking into building a computer, that is the company I was going to go with. So it's actually pretty crazy that they reached out to me personally and wanted to work together. They partner other streamers such as like Nick Merckx, OTK, and other streamers. Uh, Artesian Builds is the best place to build your next custom PC. Uh, you can get up to $200 off using my code Glock9, G-L-0-C-K-N-9-N-E at artesianbuilds.com. I'll also have the link down in the description below. Absolutely amazing. You know, you get your computer built by these people and you can actually watch it being built live on their Twitch channel at Artesian Builds. Absolutely amazing work by these guys. They know exactly what they're doing and it's covered by a three-year parts warranty and a five-year labor warranty. Absolutely amazing. People that work over there at Artesian Builds, go check them out. Make sure you use my code. Glock 9 at checkout for a discount. Anyways, guys, today today's show we are going to talk about, and it's actually kind of crazy. A lot of you guys were requesting me to talk about this. I wasn't expecting this to be a topic of the podcast, but what happened at the Travis Scott concert and Astro World? You know, people died, unfortunately. We will get into all the details of it. Uh, a lot of people reached out to me, wanting me to talk about this because I, uh, on a podcast I did with uh, Goldie, we were talking about. I mean, I mean, I'm a big concert goer. I love concerts. I go to concerts all the time. It's one of my my favorite things to do. You know, at the end of the week, go to a concert, whether it be country, rock, rap, whatever it is. Just you know, I love concerts. This is actually pretty insane. Like this is actually, you know, we had the the you know the shooting in Las Vegas at at, at the country festival. That that was a little different. You know, regarding the kind of tragedy it was. This is this is actually pretty pretty insane what happened at this concert. So I'm going to actually read uh, an article from the LA Times uh, kind of detailing a lot of the stuff on here and I'll look up some other articles as well. Uh, Start with the LA Times though. Uh, Law enforcement event organizer and concert girls are still questioning what happened and what could have been done in the, in the aftermath of Friday's Astroworld Music Festival tragedy that left at least eight people dead, the youngest 14 years old. When crowds surged towards a stage while pop star Travis Scott performed, many others were injured at the Houston concert as ambulances rushed in and show, the show continued. The event is the deadliest at any American concert since the 2017 mass shooting at a country festival in Las Vegas as authorities sort out the blame, and here's a roundup of what's known at the moment. Uh, on Friday, Travis Scott headlined the first night of his two-day Astro World Festival held annually at Energy Park. Astroworld launched in 2018 and is a joint venture between Scott and promoters, score more shows, and Live Nation. Scott's set began around 9 p.m. Officials estimated about 50,000 people were attending when crowds began to compress towards the front of the stage. Uh, Houston Fire Chief Samuel Pena said that caused some panic and it started causing some injuries. Scott and organizers did not notice at first, but about 30 minutes into his set, 
He pointed out that there were blue and red flashing lights in the festival floor and said there's an ambulance in, ambulance in the crowd. After a brief pause, the concert continued. Hip-hop star Drake joined Scott for a handful of songs, and after performing his hit Goosebumps, Scott finally left the stage at approximately 10.15 p.m., having finished a full 25-song set. Uh, why wasn't the show stopped immediately? At 9.30, right there, that's when a few people started going down, said Houston Police Chief Troy Finner. Our people stepped up and immediately went to the producer and told him people were going down. The show ended at 10, 10 p.m. Uh, you cannot just clo close when you have 50,000 individuals that young. You can have rioting, he said. Uh, anytime I could go out, uh, <laughs> anytime I could make out anything that was going on, I'd stop the show and help them get the, get the, help, help, them get the help they needed, Scott said Saturday in an Instagram video. I can never imagine the severity of the situation. Concert goers described an event that had been unruly throughout the afternoon and evening. Around 2 p.m., a reporter for local station KTRK saw people bursting through the gates during Scott's performance. Video show fans chanting, stop the show, stop the show. In between songs and climbing onto the stage mid-set to tell his crew that there were casualties in the crowd, but the show continued. How many people were injured and killed? Officials reported that eight people were killed, which now at the time of this recording, I just read that it was, it's nine people now. Autopsies were still, are still pending for some of the victims. The dead included uh, John Hilberg at age 14, uh, Brianna Rodriguez, age 16, Rodolfo Angel Pena, age 23, Axel Acosta, 21, Franco Patino, 21, Jacob Jurnik, age 20, Madison Dubisky, age 23, and Danish Big, age 27. Initially, 25 people were taken by ambulance to local hospitals. Of those, five were younger than 18. A 10-year-old who attended the concert with his father remains in critical condition, as does 20, a 22-year-old woman. Some of the victims suffered cardiac arrest, and police reported at least one security guard was drugged by someone in the crowd. Okay, that's the first I heard about that. Uh, doesn't Travis Scott have a history of chaos at his concerts? Simple answer is yes. In 2015, the rapper pleaded guilty to charges of reckless conduct after urging fans at Lollapalooza to climb over barricades. In 2017, Scott faced misdemeanor charges of inciting a riot, disorderly conduct, and endangering the welfare of a minor after he invited fans to overpower security and three people were hospitalized. After following a crowd stampede over security barricades at the 2019 World Festival. Peace. Uh, weren't there plans to prevent this from happening? Organizers had presented Houston police and the first responders with two plans, a medical plan by New York City-based uh, Paradox Worldwide Incorporated and a security plan by Austin-based promoter Score More Shows addressing potential emergencies. The medical staff in place were, were overwhelmed by the number of injuries as concertgoers passed out and many were trampled. Paradox Worldwide released a statement disputing allegations it lacked medical staff and equipment while Score More and concertgoers... Uh, or court concert organizer Live Nation released a statement saying they had provided video footage to investigators and were cooperating to get everyone the answers they are looking for. There are now calls for an independent review. Officials with the Houston Police and Fire Department will investigate whether the promoter and other others behind the festival followed the plan and whether they were sufficient. Uh, the two performers most in the spotlight of the concert are Scott, Scott, or Travis Scott and Drake. Who joined Scott on stage during a set? The entertainers have used social media to express their sentiments about the tragedy. Scott has offered refunds and dropped out of his next gig. Partnered with mental health service pro providers to offer help for those affected and vowed to pay for memorial service of the victims. 
Uh, Drake discussed his feelings on Instagram. He says, I've spent the last few days trying to wrap my mind around the devastating tragedy. I had I hate resorting to this platform to express an emotion as delicate as grief, but this is where I find myself. Other statements uh, were put out by uh, SCA, who performed at Astroworld, and Scott's girlfriend, Kylie Jenner. Uh, will legal action be taken? Uh, lawsuits have been filed, including one that holds Scott, Drake, Live Nation, and Harris County Sports and Convention Court owner, owner of Energy Park, responsible for the crowd surge. A Texas attorney filed that lawsuit Sunday, accusing the defendants of prioritizing profits over their attendees. More have been filed, and with concert safety uh, consultant Paul Wert Wertheimer saying the disaster was preventable, more than, more are more are likely to come up. The fans were the victims of an environment in which they could not control, said Wertheimer. So that's the end of the article. That kind of gives you all the details. I do know, uh, last I read, there were nine people that passed away from this concert. Um, it, and I think there's a nine-year-old. There's a nine-year-old uh, that just passed away. Uh, I'm reading it right here. It's uh, Travis Scott concert dead. Dallas boy, nine, becomes youngest person to die. Um, this is incredibly sad, dude. A nine-year-old has become the youngest person to die from injury sustained during a crowd surge at Travis Scott's concert. Uh, he died on Sunday at Texas Children's Hospital in Houston. Nine others, age 14. So, I think it's 10. It might be 10 now. Jeez, the number keeps right. I know there's a lot of people in the hospital, so I'm not going to sit here on the record and say exactly, exactly how many there were. Uh, it's either 9, 10, maybe even 11 now. Who knows? It, but there's a lot of people. There's people on life support. This, I know this nine-year-old was on life support. It's, it's incredibly sad. So my first thoughts on this is if you see all the videos, and I, I can't play the videos on an audio podcast because you won't get the full effect of it. I, I have many issues with this. I have an issue with, with Travis Scott himself, uh, but I don't like everyone putting the blame on him. You know, everyone is continuing just saying it's only Travis Scott's fault. But now, if you watch the video, there's a part where he does point out that someone's passed out. He kind of stops for a second and says, hey, there's a guy passed out right there, blah, blah, blah. But doesn't really go, you know, he knows something's going on. He doesn't quite go over the top with it saying, hey, get the guy some help or anything like that. He just kind of goes, hey, there's a guy passed out right there. You know, um, give, give them some room. And kind of just start singing and like going on with the show you know and he didn't, he didn't really do much to help then there's a part where he noticed that there's ambulances in the crowd that you know they're trying to get into the crowd to save people this and that and but he doesn't do anything to stop it now at, you know as a performer it's your job to get people hyped to get them you know pretty much getting kind of rowdy you know you want them to have fun you want them to be jumping around you want them to be doing all this crazy stuff it's kind of like what your job as a performer is but you kind of already admitted that you saw there's a problem and you didn't do much about it. Now, the other part I have a problem with, so people that don't know, I used to work uh, security, you know, I didn't really work for the SAP Center in San Jose where the San Jose Sharks play. I didn't work for the SAP Center. I worked for a private security uh, agency that did security for the stage. Our only job was to uh, protect people in the front of the crowd and to make sure nobody jumps on stage. That's our job. Our job is to just make sure that nobody jumps over the barricades and tries to get on stage. I have personally never had an issue with people trying to jump the barricades. Uh, people pretty much know, hey, you've, you know, you're not going to get to the stage. There's too many of us. So 
seeing the 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 prior reports that he was actually telling people to jump over the barricades i could see him getting in trouble for inciting a riot and putting people in danger that's not okay the barriers are there not just for, for the performer's safety it's for everybody else's safety but i have seen when the performers start going everyone's trying to get to the front everybody wants to get to the front of the line get to the very front of the stage so people are trying to push past people so i've actually personally had to so the, the where the railings are sometimes you know you have women that are too short and they're being pushed in this railing and the railing is choking them so i've actually had to physically go and like try and push people back and, and pick these women up out of the crowd because they're suffocating and you know we had to get them out get them to medical staff get them water they could be overheating because of the body heat it happens all the time like you guys have probably seen all the famous videos of michael jackson's concerts of people passing out it's kind of the same thing. That's that's basically what happens. People want to get so close to the star that they don't care about other people's safety. So as for the security, from what I've seen from the people that were jumping the barricades, people that were breaking in before the concert was even started because they wanted to be front and center, um, there wasn't enough security there. You see the videos of them rushing the, the they like knocking over the metal detectors and stuff like that. There's like two security guards. You have like 20,000 people rushing in and you have two security guards to stop them. You're not going to stop them. So why wasn't there more security? Why wasn't there more police officers on hand? Why weren't there more sheriffs and whatever? You, they, in my eyes, from what I've seen, and I can only go from my, this is just my opinion. I can only go off of what the videos that I've watched. There was not enough security. There was not enough medical staff um, available. So there's that problem too. Uh, that you know, it was there was already a problem during the daytime because all these videos were during the day, so there was an issue already before the concert even started. You should have known there was going to be a concert, you know, issue when you already know that Travis Scott puts on wild concerts and they're already rowdy and this and that. Now, the one that I have the biggest issue with, and again, this is because I have experience doing security at concerts, is there is always an event host. There's always an event host that walks around. They have a radio connected to the, you always have leads of your security team where they can talk directly to the, 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 the leads of security where they can relay messages, re talk to the medical staff, call in medical help. And, and you know, so much technology goes into this nowadays, but the event host who puts on the event knows everything that's happening. If there's somebody in the third deck that just, you know, at a concert and just puked everywhere, they're going to know about it. They're constantly getting the reports from everything because we are to report everything that happens. I've had to pull people out of the crowd for assaulting their girlfriends, drag them outside and lock the door. I had to report it. Everything has to be reported to the event host. So they know every person that had to have medical help, ambulance had to come in. They had to alert them. that They had to probably alert the event host that the ambulance had to go into the crowd. They had to alert them that there was CPR or uh, the CPR going on. And all the other stuff going on. So why did you not stop the concert? Why did you not go on stage and grab Travis Scott and tell him to pause the concert? Not just stop it. Just pause it and go out there and literally like say, hey, you guys are being way too out of control. People are on the ground. People are passing out. People are dying. Why did you not go out there and stop it? Because Travis Scott, for all, all I know, could be in the mindset just putting on a show. I mean, that's, that, that's the excuse that I kind of give him. But the biggest problem I have is w during one of those videos where he was 
he put a stop to it for a second and mentioned somebody was passed out. You hear all the concert goers screaming, stop the show, stop the show. People are dying and they're pleading with him for help. And he continues to go on with the concert. Like you're, and I don't believe there's any way that he didn't hear these people screaming at him to stop the show. But again, my biggest blame is on that event host because there's no way that they, he or she did not know that there was an issue going on and they kept the show going. That's where my biggest problem comes in. So I, I don't really know the, the, the whole facts behind that. They haven't released a statement on why they didn't stop the show. Why, and at least pause it. So I go to a lot of metal concerts, like like hardcore metal concerts, Slipknot, Five Finger Death Punch, and people assume these concerts are super crazy. So let me explain to you guys how mosh pits are. So if you guys don't, if you guys don't know what mosh pits are, it's a circle that opens up in the crowd and people are running through it, bumping into each other, shoulder bumping each other and just, you know, getting kind of rowdy, you know. But here's the thing. It's the unwritten rule. If somebody falls down, you everyone stops what they're doing to pick them up. I've, I've fallen down one time. Uh, I tripped over uh, somebody's leg. I fell down and you think it's a scary situation being down there. But as soon as I fell, everyone stopped in the mosh pit to help me up. It's for safety, and that's the crowd taking. That's the crowd themselves taking on the responsibility, the safety of the other people. Um, so again, you know, going with that, you know, I've seen where you know some concerts have gotten too rowdy. I've seen the performers, of the, of the, you know, the lead singer of the band and stuff like that, stop the concert and say, "Hey, turn the lights on. You guys are getting too effing crazy. You know, we're here to be safe. We're a family. We're friends. You know, stop, stop doing this. Stop doing that. Whatever." And then we'll we'll continue the show. So I've seen that firsthand of, of of them taking the responsibility to turn the lights on, stop playing your instruments instruments, and tell you to calm the f down. I've seen it many times. And one of the biggest concerts I saw that at was a, a band called August Burns Red. They literally stopped their show because people were being way too crazy. Uh, somebody actually was crowd surfing. They like threw them into the mosh pit. And they saw that and they were pissed and they were like, you know, this keeps happening. We're going to stop the show. And that's them taking responsibility, which, uh, you know, if Travis Scott really realized there was a problem, he should have stopped it for a moment and said, hey, you all need to calm down. This is, this is insane. But, it, it, you know, now to the next the next people to blame is the people at the concert. You know, people, don't, I don't see a lot of arguments for this. Like everyone's blaming security. Everyone's blaming Travis Scott, the event host. But. You're going to a concert. You're going to see someone perform. Why are you acting the way you're acting and like trampling on people? Like, how do you not notice? I don't understand how you don't notice that you're stepping on people. You're, you know, people are on the ground and you're just stepping over them and trampling them and literally killing them. Like, how do you not notice you're doing that? Like that, that's one thing that boggles my mind. Like, how do you not notice when you step on somebody? You just don't care. That's the problem. You don't care. You probably know. You don't think anything of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk right over this nine year old kid, and, and and basically kill him. It's it's insane. It's sad. You know, as some again, somebody who's been to probably more than 120 concerts in the last probably 15 years, it's insane to even think about something like that happening. I've been to Rockstar Mayhem Festival. I've been to Not Fest. I've been to these huge festivals with that hundreds, you know, almost 100,000 people, and I've never seen a crowd like that. I can't even imagine what was going on here. And then, and then the, the thing that I, I just read, someone drugged one of the security guards. Like, what the F? Like, 
what is happening at astroworld like it, it's it's absolutely insane reading the the articles and reading you know if you go on twitter you could probably find some of the uh people posting videos of their experience there it, it's it's actually pretty insane that they let this stuff go on like and didn't do anything about it and there needs to be some kind of prosecutions or something on somebody because this you know it, it, they need to set an example at these concerts because dude you can't have i mean for a rap concert which normally aren't that rowdy i've been to many of them uh for a rap concert to be that crazy and then you know metal concerts get the bad rap for the because of because of your mosh pits that's pretty that's pretty gnarly i mean it's pretty pretty surprising to me but the the thing is if you're a concert goer now i know there's no probably uh bands that listen to this podcast but if you're a concert goer it is also your responsibility to take care of the person next to you i've seen so many things happen in the crowd where you know i've seen guys like reach reach their arm around somebody and like grab some girl's ass or something like that and you know someone someone who wasn't even involved or someone who'd even know that you know they've they've got into fights with these guys and stuff like that and that's that's the crowd taking it into their own hands i'm not saying everyone should be fighting each other i'm just saying like you know it, it's your responsibility to speak up say something you know to react get security get those people out of there like i said i've had a guy slap his girlfriend right in front of me while i was doing security i grabbed i pulled i grabbed him by his neck and pulled him over the railing and dragged him out of the building and you know but it's like there, there's things that happen in these crowds that people don't realize you know, there, there's women that get, you know, sexually harassed and, you know, you know, stuff like that. And it's, it's honestly sad. Like, I, I really don't have much else to say about it other than it's sad. The things that I've seen at concerts compared to what happened at this point, it, it's extremely sad. Uh, people have asked me, do I think Travis Scott should feel bad? Yeah, I think he should feel bad. I, I think he should feel bad. He should re- I mean, I think he should realize that he should have stopped it. He had the, he had the power to stop it. He, he, uh. He knew, he knew uh, that there was an issue and kept performing. And, you know, then you find out that people actually were dying. It's it's pretty sad and he should feel guilty in, in a sense. But I don't think that the full blame is on him. I don't think the full blame is on lack of security because I, I did read somewhere that they requested more security or more help and it was denied. Um, there's, but again, I want to I want to hear a full statement from the event host. That's what I want to see. I want to see a full on statement from the event host. What they knew, why didn't they know if they're going to claim they didn't know, and why they chose not to halt. Like at least pause. It's not just about stopping the concert. Why didn't you at least go out there and say, hey? We have a problem. Stop the concert for a minute. Turn the lights on. Let's figure out. Let's get everybody calm down for a minute and figure out what's going on. No, you let them keep going. You keep going and keep going. And it's, it's, that's the biggest problem that I have right there is why wasn't it paused? So that's all I really have to say about that right now, guys. Uh, I'm reading an article right now that basically says as of, as of uh, this morning, uh, November 14th, there's been 10 people that have passed away from it. There's still many that are in the ICU. So the number can still rise. It's actually really insane. And I, I do have the confirmation. I'm reading an article right here by the Washington Post. The nine-year-old kid did unfortunately pass away. That is extremely sad. Um, I'm not really going to talk about, people have asked me about bringing your kids to concerts and stuff like that. All I'm going to say is as a parent, I have no problem with you bringing your kids to a concert. 
but a nine-year-old should not be in the crowd. You should be in the back, maybe him on your shoulders, uh, but not surrounded by all these kind of people. I think that it's, you know, very unsafe, you, you know, obviously, but it, I wouldn't bring my a nine-year-old to a concert. Me personally, I wouldn't bring a nine-year-old to a concert. Um, me and my wife were actually talking about this. I probably wouldn't let my kids go to a concert till they're probably about 13 years old unless we were in seats. But being in a crowd like that, no, I'm not bringing a nine-year-old or maybe even a 10-year-old, something like that, unless you're a big, huge 10-year-old. But I'm also not going to be trying to push to the front with you either. So it's it's it's, it's pretty crazy situation. Um, I feel for all the families and the people involved. It, it's an absolute sad thing, and I hope they, that they can... Uh, find peace in some way somehow it's 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 i couldn't imagine losing a loved one over a situation going to a concert like that and getting trampled and and just people not caring you know what i'm saying so we'll uh we'll look if there's any more updates on this that, that requires me to do another podcast I'll, I'll um look into it i'll maybe do another episode but uh looks like that's probably gonna be it, it for right now uh we'll see what happens with, with the court hearings and stuff like that but it's an incredibly sad situation. If you're a concert goer, please take care of everybody around you. Anyways, guys, again, check out Artesian Builds. Absolutely amazing to be working with these people. You know, a new sponsor to the streams when we come back from uh, our little hiatus. Also a sponsor of the podcast, Artesian Builds. I actually have a computer uh, about to be made by them, you know, here pretty, a custom PC pretty soon. Absolutely amazing products. I know people that have gotten them made in the past. So make sure you go check them out, artesianbuilds.com. Again, use code Glock9, G-L-0-C-K-N-9-N-E at checkout for up to $200 off. Also, the best part about Artesian Builds, if you're looking for a PC you can't really afford to you know, pay it up front, they do work with a firm. You can make monthly payments as low as $100 a month, depending on what your build is. So make sure you guys go check them out. I have the link down below. As always, guys, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.